Nights into Dreams. November 22, 1994, Sega released their newest console, the 32-bit, Sega Saturn, as the successor of their previous console, the Genesis. It was a great console, you know, despite being one of the worst consoles ever and arguably the worst mistake Sega has ever made but hey, it wasn't all bad right? The Saturn was home to many great games such as Astal, Panzer Dragoon, Virtua Fighter, Fighting Vipers, Burning Rangers, and the topic of this article, Nights into Dreams. Released in 1996 to critical acclaim, Knights follows the adventures of Clarice and Elliot in their dreams as they work with Knights to save Nightopia from an invasion by Wiseman the Wicked and his army of Nightmarin. Together, they will fly through hoops, collect idea, and stop the Nightmarin plaguing their dreams before it's too late. But how does this game hold up in 2021, 25 years after its release? Just skip to the end of the article if you want to know or, hey, you could also read it? Please? I headed back to Japan so that I could work with Mr. Oshima, and while I was waiting for the plane to take off, I thought, let's make a game where we can fly. So I guess that's where it all started. Following Sonic Team's newest game, Sonic and Knuckles, brainstorming for a new game had started and went on for six months. The end result, Knights, was made to be very different from Sonic. To start, the themes of the dream world were inspired from the works of Sigmund Freud, Friedrich Holtz, and Carl Jung, mainly his theory on anima and animus. Apparently, Takashi Aizuka, the game's lead designer, had put so much research into the theories that Yuji Naka would request him to interpret his dreams. It's also worth noting that dreams were not the only theme that Sonic Team considered, other themes included adventure and military. They also considered making the game with 2D sprites instead of 3D polygons originally. Because the TV screen is a flat, two-dimensional screen, we reasoned, you can't really get the sense of depth and perspective in it that a 3D game would require. How would you be able to discern between objects that were close up and those far away? We just didn't think we'd be able to create interesting gameplay in a completely 3D environment. In the same interview, Yuji Naka goes on to explain that most 3D games of the time didn't make him feel like he was playing in the third dimension. The ones that did, however, were mostly involved shooting and had some form of aim assist, which Naka felt that he wasn't playing the game, the computer was. They did experiment with a fully 3D game, but eventually they settled on making a game with 3D graphics, but with 2D controls, a 2.5D game. They also threw around the idea of 2D anime cutscenes for the game, but went with CG as they felt there would be less resilience to it, although I think most people would have preferred animated cutscenes instead. Development of Knights was not easy for the team. At the time, the Saturn was still new and notably harder to develop for than the PlayStation. According to Sonic Team, many parts of the code were rewritten multiple times, 5 to 10 sometimes. I know that sometimes you gotta just start from scratch again, but good lord that sounds obnoxious. Luckily, Yuji Naka had been learning about Saturn programming since 1994, so they weren't completely in the dark when it came to the console. Naka's work on Knights was considered to be one of the most complex projects on the Saturn. Sonic Team was able to successfully create a game with impressive 3D graphics and 2D side-scrolling gameplay, but something wasn't quite right. While Knights was fun to play, and had plenty of replayability, for the time, the team noticed that the Saturn's D-pad wasn't cutting it for smooth controls. 
they decided to attempt using other control methods to see if any of them worked better. They made many prototype controllers, around 100 were designed, arranging from remotes, flight sticks, and apparently a knight-shaped doll. Eventually, they settled on the Sega Saturn 3D control pad, thank God. With more responsive analog control at their hands, they were able to design the levels around it. Knights is still completely playable with the normal Saturn controller, however the 3D control pad is leagues better to use. Interestingly enough, the first person they got to use the controller was none other than Steven Spielberg himself. He played the game on an early version of the controller and since then, it's been known as the Spielberg controller. They knew that the best night's experience was with this controller, so they bundled it with the game itself on release. Not much else to say about the development, Knight's color scheme was meant to defy the idea that purple wasn't a marketable color, and voices were recorded in-house by Sonic team members. But now that we've covered the development, what about the game itself? Knights into Dreams is a 2.5D side-scroller about flying. Flying through rings, collecting 20 blue orbs, and using them to break a container. Each level, Knight, has four laps, Mares, and once completed ends with a boss fight. The main gameplay of Knights is pretty basic overall, each level has some gimmick associated with it, sometimes being a first-person section where Knights transforms. Every lap of a level has a time limit and failing to finish the lap will have you playing as one of the other main characters, Claris or Elliot. Gameplay with them revolves around running on the ground and collecting blue orbs and breaking the container at the end of the lap before being caught by a floating egg timer that will wake you up. In total, there are seven levels, three for each character and one final level that can be played with either of them once their individual levels are complete. Claris and Elliot both enter Nitopia for different, but similar reasons. Claris had stage fright and Elliot lost a basketball game at school, and this puts them on the radar of Wiseman the Wicked and his army of Nightmaren. Wiseman in the Western game is a god who rules over the Nightmare world, and in the Japanese version he is a human deprived of idea, dream energy. In both versions, Wiseman plans to create an army to steal the idea of visitors, other humans who enter Nitopia and open a portal to the real world so he can rule that world as well. Nightmare and come in three levels, the basic enemies you find in levels with no free will, level 3, the bosses that have their own personalities and are far stronger, but still serve Wiseman without question, level 2, and the highest level knights and Riala. Both characters have free will and have enough strength to rival Wiseman, but while Riala remains loyal to his creator, Knights decides to disobey and help the visitors and Nightopians. Every level begins with knights trapped in an idea palace by Riala, and the visitor loses all but one of their idea, allowing them to enter the palace and fuse with knights for some reason, allowing them to reclaim the missing idea in each level before Wiseman can use them. T's also worth noting that one of the bosses, Jackal, was made to be a first-level nightmarin, but Wiseman messed up and is now a second level. I don't know, I find that interesting. Not counting the final level, the six levels are, Splash Garden, with a beach setting, an underwater cavern section, and where the boss Puffy is faced. Spring Valley, an area with grassy mountains, a large tree, and is haunted by the boss Gilwing. Frozen Bell, covered in snow, home to the only train station, maybe, in Nitopia, and where Claus is fought. Mystic Forest, with dense trees, road signs, a temple, and home to Golpo. Soft museum where everything feels like it's made of rubber and where the jackal finally makes his appearance. 
Lastly there is Stick Canyon, a desert level filled with many strange gadgets and where Knights and Riala finally face off. After completing all of a character's individual levels, that character can then enter the final level, Twin Seeds, the hometown of our main characters. Originally, this level was supposed to be exclusive to Elliot, and Claris was supposed to have her own level. It starts out like the other levels with your chosen character walking up to the Idea Palace to free knights, but then Wiseman.png pushes you to a distant island with nothing but the Red Idea. With no other option you jump off the island, and your courage gives you the ability to fly like knights. However even with this new ability, you only have three minutes to grab the other Idea, free knights, and complete the level. Once the idea are collected, Elliot and Claris combine their power to free knights from Wiseman's grasp. They then both fuse with knights separately, somehow, and Wiseman appears behind. The final battle ensues as Wiseman uses his abilities to throw fireballs, meteors, snow, and tornadoes at knights. But his efforts prove ineffective as the combined power of knights, Elliot, and Claris combined are enough to put an end to Wiseman's wrath. Afterwards, our protagonists remember they have a life outside of fighting interdimensional dream gods and set out to face the challenges in their real lives. Elliot stands up to his bullies and beats them in a game of basketball, and Claris works up the courage needed for her audition and gets the part. Happy ending, Wiseman gone for good, no more Riala, the END. Well, that's what Yuji Naka would have liked, but after he left Sega to found Probe, Knights, Journey of Dreams was released a year later to less appeal than the original game. That game, while featuring the return of Knights, Riala and Wiseman, the main characters were two new kids, and the other Nightmaren such as Jackal didn't return either. One last thing I've yet to mention is the A-Life system. In each level of the game, besides Twin Seeds, you can find Nightopians roaming around the level. You can hatch new ones from eggs, make them happier by killing enemies, or make them sadder by attacking and killing them. None of this has any real effect on the gameplay, but the music will change depending on their mood. Enemies you kill also turn into orbs that bounce around, and if an orb comes into contact with a Nitopian, they lay an egg that hatches into a Meepian, a Nitopian with a part of a Nightmaren's body. While interesting, they may end up bullying the other Nitopians, but, if two Meepians with only one Nightmare in part breed, they create a King Pien, who will build a castle and throw rocks at enemies. Keep in mind, all this happens in the background as you fly through the levels. Thus concludes Nights into Dreams for the Sega Saturn. Overall I love this game, mostly for the themes and world they built, but the gameplay is fast and going for the best rank is fun. However, once Wiseman is defeated, there isn't much reason to go back to this other than high scores and the A-Life system. It sucks, because the core gameplay of flying through hoops and gathering blue orbs is fun, but the only really replayable mode is multiplayer where two players control Knights and Riala and duke it out. Regardless, Knights is still a great game to this day, considered one of the best Saturn games ever, and a remaster with the original version is available for 9 Canadian dollars on Steam. I recommend playing that version, with a controller, rather than hunting down an original copy and Saturn. Unlike me who paid too much for a complete copy to play on his Saturn with a failing laser, heh. <laughs>